0: What is up, everyone, and welcome in to the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Steven Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how are you doing on this bonus episode
1: Sunday? Bonus episode Sunday. I'm doing fantastic. It is a beautiful day here in Indiana. Um, the weather is gorgeous. I got to watch my boy Justin Fields take the field for the first time this weekend. whoop. whoop. And I am just ecstatic. Uh, Chicago is ecstatic. The crowd noise mm-hmm. was unbelievable. I literally got goosebumps. You know, I posted all about <laughs> it all over my Instagram page. And I just, I, I am just, I am in love. You know, I, I won't lie. The first two drives, I said, okay, here we go again. We're in Chicago. <laughs> um, oh, and then no. I told myself, "It's he's a rookie. This is his first NFL outing. And then all of a sudden, two touchdowns later, a quarter later. I'm in great spirits. So, uh, <laughs> well, I,
0: I'm really happy for you. That I, you're it, I, 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 it wore it was me out fun dude. to kind of see him get to play.
1: It wore me out so much that by <laughs> time it. Nick Foles got on the field, I was already napping. Like <laughs> I was like, there's nothing <laughs> well, to see here. I, you probably didn't miss a whole lot. No, I, I know I didn't because I didn't see any highlights. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, it's so true. Poor Nick Foles, man. That's that's rough.
1: And then you have your Start Colts game today. I'm not sure actually what's happening. I think it's going on right now while we were recording.
0: Yeah. So yep, um, it's happening. I haven't watched any of it, so there's that. But maybe I'll try to watch some highlights and stuff from.
1: Excited it to see Jacob Eason over it's there. Things,
0: mm-hmm, me too. It thinks they're they're playing the Panthers, which the Panthers are only two hours away from me, but they're playing them in Indy. In Indy, yeah, is not two hours away from me. It's two hours away so from if, me. If it was reversed, <laughs> I probably would have been there today.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, that would been a cool cool game i don't know if cmc played like i said Mm -hmm. i haven't watched it yet or looked up highlights because we've been recording that so i think he got a few snaps but well good for him good for him i think see what uh can't wait to see what jt is doing and all that so a lot of good highlights from this past Mm -hmm. weekend uh zach wilson looked pretty good um he had some decent throws yeah uh trey Lance had a nice 80 yarder td I saw that one. Uh, yep. that, that was actually really pretty. Um, and then uh, Drew Locke had a beautiful pass. I, oh, my <laughs> oh, goodness. I, it I was, saw that
0: one, too. If,
1: if they had to decide that night who the starter was, I kind of think it would have been Drew Locke going in if they had yeah, to make think, a decision. I think you're right. He looked mm-hmm. real. That was a nice I, pass. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really was. It, it's interesting, and I, I don't know who I hope that the starter is there, but, yeah, that was a beautiful throw. It was nice.
1: I realized after preseason week one that I should not have done any drafts thus far in any of my fantasy leagues because my yep, opinions I are changing so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's OK. <laughs> um, our big important leagues are still yet to draft. So some sometimes and yep. some some redrafts we got coming up. So I'm excited for those. But mm-hmm. today we are going to do a mock draft. It's a bonus mock draft. Uh, we've just been itching to do a little mock draft and we do have one more final one oh, yeah. before the season starts for the podcast, but we wanted to get on today, do another one. I wanted to to go ahead and maybe take some chances and, and see where we might end up. We, uh, we're going, we're picking here in different spots here. So I'm going to go ahead and be picking from the fourth spot today while Steven will be picking from the 12th spot right there at the turn. Um, this will be a 14 round full PPR mock draft 12 teams um one qb league with i believe what do we have two Mm -hmm. running back spots two wide receiver spots and two flex spots and then the tight end spot so we're gonna go ahead and get into that here um anything you anything before we get into this that you want to bring up
0: nope i think that's it so um we're excited to finally get to do another one of these i hope you guys enjoy it
1: all right let's do this thing
0: all right so let's go ahead and let's get this draft started as you can see here tyler is picking out of the fourth spot i am picking out of the 12th so let's go ahead let's start let's see how we get going
1: whoo all righty all righty so as you can see cmc dalvin cook alvin kamara uh, all right that's 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 fine totally expected that so this is a ppr format as you can sure see is. i'm here at the fourth spot we have Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb still on the board. You know, there's a lot of different strategies you can go with at this point. So I think I'm going to go ahead. And even though he doesn't catch the ball a lot, I think I just have to make that move now. And I think mm-hmm. I have to go Derrick Henry. So I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to go Derrick Henry here at the fourth spot overall. There you are. There you are.
0: Is there, uh, is there really anybody else you're considering there other than Derrick Henry?
1: Um, honestly, I was really leaning towards uh, Zeke. I, I will not lie. Okay, I like his upside. He's looked really good in training camp, so he was kind of a consideration for me. He's definitely gone up, back up in my rankings um, the past few weeks. But ah, Derrick Henry, he's just a beast. He's a monster. I think this was a no brainer. I think we have to go with him at the fourth spot.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. That's that's where I would have gone as well with Zeke, kind of being my next spot, but. I almost wonder, like, is it crazy to think about taking Devonte Adams there?
1: It's really, really not. And I did think about, do I take a receiver here, and if so, who? Mm-hmm. Had I think, had I been maybe two spots later on the sixth spot, I think I really, really would have. I think I would have taken that chance, yeah, at the sixth spot. But I think the four is just a little too early, and with Derrick Henry still there on the board, and you know. I think he's still going to have a very good year. I'm going to take that chance on, on Derrick Henry. I just think the upside is too high for me not to.
0: Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense, and and I'm a, I'm in agreement there as well. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting because if Devontae Adams does what he did last year, then I think he's worth a high pick like that. But it's pretty risky to kind of go that way, at least for me. Um, but okay, so. After Tyler picked Derrick Henry there, Jonathan Taylor went off the board. Then Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Now, this is pretty disappointing because I would have loved Kelsey to fall that one extra spot to me. That would have been a super easy pick for me there. But I really can't complain about the way the board has ended up here for me because I'm going to get two of my favorite running backs right here on the turn. And I'm going to feel pretty great about it. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to snag Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler here. Um, Austin Eckler in in full PPR. I am thrilled about that. And Aaron Jones as well. I'm pretty excited for what he's going to be able to do this year with, with Aaron Rodgers back.
1: Yeah, I I'm excited for Aaron Jones. I think every, a lot of people sleep on him. So Mm -hmm. I love that pick there. Eckler in a PPR league. Absolutely love it. We've seen Justin Herbert, what he can do. We've seen what Austin Eckler can do when he can stay healthy. I just think that's a recipe for success. I absolutely love that. That start right there. The Aaron, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler. Absolutely love it. After your two picks, we have, as you can see, Metcalf, Patrick Mahomes, which is way too early for Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. This is not a super early. flex league. Yep. this is not a super flex league. Granted, he is the safest option. He's, you know, a QB one, you know, he's elite, but, If you're in a one QB league, you shouldn't be drafting a QB this early by any means, no matter who it is. I think even reaching for him in the fourth is probably way too soon for Mm, Patrick Mahomes. So just, you know, he's got a. I I mean, this team has a great stack, as you can see. Team 10, Mm -hmm. Hill, and Mahomes. There clearly is a strategy there. That's what it is. So if that is your strategy, I see where you're coming from. But I think you're just paying way too much for a quarterback this early. You definitely could have snagged him. Or they could have snagged him there in the third round easily. Um, so after Mahomes, you have Diggs, Justin Jefferson, D Hop, Joe Mixon, and AJ Brown. So I am back up. I have one running back. I've been doing this a lot lately where I'm going running back, running back, even sometimes running back, running back, running back, which has <laughs> yep. been a fun little experiment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna go. So I have Derrick Henry. He is my RB1. He is gonna pound through each week give me those points but this Mm -hmm. is a ppr league so you got to keep that in mind so you want someone that's going to catch the ball now i have someone in mind that catches the ball he's got a new quarterback a proven quarterback a veteran quarterback and one that i believe will help them make the playoffs and i am going to go ahead and go antonio gibson there
0: yeah i i i like that pick a lot it was kind of if if i was there i would have been looking at deandre swift as well Obviously, I'm higher on Swift than most other people. But I may have gone Calvin Ridley, to be honest. Um, knowing that this That's is fair. full PPR, he's my wide receiver four in my rankings. But getting my, a second wide res- running back one is also really tempting. So I love that start for you, having Derek Henry and Antonio Gibson.
1: Yeah, I am really high on Gibson. I think this is a great start. I've, I found a lot of success in the uh, double running back. Yep. Um step yeah. or double running it feels, back, back it feels back- like the, the most
0: comfortable rounds. start
1: it does it feels like you have a good core you know because there's a lot of receivers in my opinion that are in the later rounds you know like you said calvin ridley would have been awesome but i will feel comfortable with some of those receivers in the fifth sixth round that i will be able to pick up so mm-hmm. after yep. antonio gibson went nashi harris deandre swift uh george kittle edwards Hilaire, Ridley, and Waller. I would have loved to pick up Waller here in the third.
0: That would have been, oh, been great.
1: Basically, a wide receiver one in my tight end spot, but that didn't happen, so I'm going to go here. I am going to go ahead and start looking at a wide receiver. And like I said, I have done the three in a row, and if I was going to do a third one here, I think I would probably go David Montgomery because I'm really, yep. really high on David Montgomery. I see a lot of upside. I think this is his year to really break out and... And just show the world what he's finally made of. But I'm going to go here. I have two solid running backs. I'm going to finally pick a receiver. A lot of good ones on the board. But I'm going to go. Ooh, I, I've been in this spot before. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I am going to go ahead and grab Keenan Allen here. Okay, okay. I really, really like Terry McLaurin. But yep. I don't want to have the the two Washington players as my first three picks. It just it feels like I'm handcuffing myself. And I don't, I don't like that feeling. So I'm going to go ahead and go Keenan Allen. We have Justin Herbert in under center for this LA Chargers team. And I absolutely love it. So Keenan Allen is my guy. Um, And then after him goes Josh Jacobs, JK Dobbins, Allen Robinson, which I like that pick, uh, Miles Sanders, Julio Jones, Chris Carson, and Josh Allen, which again is (laughs) too much for a quarterback this early, but that's okay. He's gone. That's two spots now that I've taken, that have been drafted that we don't, basically we're going to get a good deal later for someone else. Now that yep. those QBs are gone. Yeah. So you um, are back up on the clock. <laughs> oh, go ahead, my friend.
0: Uh, So I, I'm feeling pretty great uh, right now. Thank you for not taking Terry Oh, I know McCormick. who you're taking. That means I get you're to welcome. snag him here. Really, I, this, I'm wishing this was a real league because I haven't had a start this good. Oh, I can't believe season. he fell to you. I can't believe it either. So looking at the board here, this is super interesting because uh, Terry McLaurin fell, and so I'm definitely snagging him here at the end of the third round. Terry McLaurin is my wide receiver seven in my rankings. I'm pretty high on him. So to get him at this value for me is pretty nuts. But then after that, that's where where it's going to get a little tougher. So I'm going to go ahead and pick him here. But I'm pretty much between David Montgomery here and CeeDee Lamb would be the other option. Uh, the tight ends are, are on the board like and available. That. Um, but I don't I don't love reaching on Pitts. I don't like reaching on TJ Hawkinson. I'm most likely gonna end up with a later round tight end, especially here where the where I'm at in the draft. If I don't get Travis Kelsey in the first round, I know George Kittle and Darren Waller are not gonna make it back to me before my third pick. So I'm pretty much signing up for picking somebody in like the 11th and like the 14th round <laughs> um yeah and so I I kind of know that's what's gonna end up happening unless Hawk falls to me at the end of the fifth or something but I don't I don't think that will happen so mm-hmm. here like I said between David Montgomery and CD lamb this one's tough this one's very very tough for me because I think both of them have some upside. But we have seen more production from David Montgomery. We saw him finish as the running back four last year. But because I'm already comfortable with my two running backs, I think I'm going to go ahead and snag CeeDee Lamb here, who's going to be my wide receiver 12 in my ranking. So this kind of finishing out my, my rankings of my wide receiver ones. So now I'm feeling great where I get two running back ones and two of my wide receiver ones on my team to get started. Um, and I'm feeling like I just got some great value there in the draft.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, two solid high upside receivers, still very young, two Mm -hmm. fantastic running backs. I really like that core you have going on after your pick. We had Mike Evans, Pitts, Godwin, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Montgomery, and Etienne. go. Listen, I'm not going to say it again. (laughs) I think fourth round is still reaching for a QB. I know these are very high upside QBs, but. I would have liked to wait one more round, but I understand if mm-hmm. everyone's going fourth round, you got to take a shot if you really want one right, of those top right. four QBs. Yeah. Montgomery almost fell back to me, and I definitely would have taken him had he <laughs> fallen back to me. Um, Etn went, so I'm I'm struggling here. I don't know if I should go receiver. I feel like I could, should. There's a lot of good ones on the board, but I'm gonna be honest, Daryl Henderson is sitting here right now, and it's yeah, that's, very, that's, very I like that tempting. A lot because uh, I I highly doubt he's going to make it back to me. Then again, these these next few teams already have two running backs. So he very well might. So in that case, I think I am actually going to go receiver because I do believe so. Okay. And I'm going to go with someone that uh, I've actually been really excited for. And I know we've talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm, quite a few mm-hmm. times, but I'm going to go ahead and go Amari Cooper.
0: Yeah. That's kind of where I figure. So you I do believe,
1: I believe Cooper and lamb will both have fantastic seasons there in Dallas especially with Dak back. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to go him. So after that, Henderson went right after that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mark Andrews went Jamar chase, DJ Moore, Cooper cup and Adam Thielen. All right. So only one running back went, And it was the one I wanted, which is fine. That's fine. Uh, We are sitting here (laughs) in the fifth round. A lot of choices here. There's a lot of good uh, wide receivers still on the board. Ooh, I'm really torn. I apologize for the break-in. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'll be honest, I was going to go Hawkinson here. I really was. But I am going to go someone uh, I've been getting really high on lately. I'm not sure why, but I've been getting really excited. I'm going to call it a hunch in any mock draft. and I actually did a real draft recently, and I picked this guy up, and I've been super happy. I'm going to go ahead and—I could probably wait, but I'm not taking that chance. I'm going to go ahead and go Deontay Johnson
0: yeah
1: in the fifth I think round that's
0: reasonable I really
1: like Deontay Johnson so I'm liking my team so far we got Henry Gibson Alan Cooper and Deontay Johnson after that went Kareem Hunt Robert Woods Gaskin ah Hawk fell to team eight Russell Wilson James Robinson and Javante Williams he's up here in the fifth round now not sure how I feel about that pick that early but you are back up my friend
0: yes yes I am so there's some interesting things going on, and I, and I want to kind of call out a couple things real quick. Uh, first of all, Team 10 went with the strategy of they took Patrick Mahomes in the second, and they took Kyle Pitts in the fourth. So one thing that I do want to mention is if you're going to reach on either a quarterback or a tight end, you really don't want to do both because now look at their wide receivers. They have Tyree Kill, but their wide receiver two cool. is going to be pretty rough to get and it's going to be pretty far down there in the rankings right so that's Mm -hmm. a difficult thing to do they've only got the two running backs right now and neither of them i see as starting running backs so it's pretty tough correct to kind of take both of those positions early on um, because you're just not going to get the same depth at running back and wide receiver which is really where you need it so it's it's really tough to to do that and and still turn out to have like a good he, roster.
1: Correct, and, and there's just no depth anywhere really on this, which I don't mm-hmm. like. So I mean, Team Ten is really really gambling here. He basically needs Patrick Mahomes to finish QB one on the year. He needs Kyle yes, Pitts to yes. show out and be the best rookie tight end that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. They need the Seattle run game to be fire, and I just that's a lot of gambling. I don't it like is, that. You know, he's in that spot. This team is that. Oh, so much. And this team is at spot ten. There's a lot of rats they could have taken because there's they have four spots before their next pick. They have a good turn there.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: could have they could have gotten a great RB one and wide receiver one, but instead they decided to reach yep. on a quarterback way too early. And I just don't like the strategy. He should have held back on Kyle Pitts, but that is what it is. If one of your league mates is doing this, I, I don't like it. <laughs> that that's just no. my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't like it. Um but unlike Team 10, Steven is sitting here with a great roster. Not sure what you're going to do here. A lot of options. I actually see something you could do, which I would really, really like. But let's go ahead and see what you choose to do.
0: Yeah, so this spot's really interesting for me. And I've been having trouble in this round pairing, the fifth and sixth round recently, because of the the value that I feel like I'm getting. and And part of the problem is I'm higher on some of the people that ADP is slightly lower on and vice versa. So players like Brandon Ayuk, Kenny Galladay, like even Odell Beckham Jr. there, Devonta Smith, like those are the players that Mm kind of get pushed up into this round in ADP, but I don't really believe in most of those guys. Um, So it's hard for me to like feel like I am reaching to get the next players in my rankings, but that is what you have to do and that's how you're going to win your draft. So I'm going to go ahead and take a player first. I'm going to take Mike Davis. Um, As far as running backs go, he's kind of the, towards the end of a tier for me where I'm like interested in really having them on my roster and feeling like they're going to contribute. So he feels like an awesome, awesome running back three for me. He's going to be a consistent flex play every single week. I think I don't have to have him as my Mm -hmm. starter, not having to lean on him feels fantastic. And then for my next piece here, I think what I want to do. I feel do really it? solid about my I roster. I help you do it. I'm I'm interested in what you think and where you're. uh I, I'll be surprised if you don't do this. Because...
1: Now I I'm know what of, I would do. I'm just I don't I'm know what you're worrying. gonna do.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take Tyler Lockett. And maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, I feel like I have really solid, consistent starters, and so I just want somebody that's gonna sit in my flex and blow up every once in a while. Um right. And win some weeks for me.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you at all. I really like the locket pick, and that's where I would have gone instead of Mike Davis there. I actually would have surpa- or passed on Davis here. And maybe it's reaching. We are in the fifth or the fifth, sixth round here at the turn. Mm-hmm. What I would have done personally is I would have taken and maybe you worry about him, but I would have taken Dak Prescott here because he would have been a great stack with CD Lamb.
0: I mm, think he's yeah. very
1: high in my rankings. And the stack alone, I think, would have been the selling point for me. Had you not had Lamb, I probably almost would have went the exact same way you did. But since you had Lamb, I would have went okay, okay. Dak Prescott there. But I do yeah, like so, that Lockett and Davis pick.
0: So Dak was the other player that I was kind of rolling around with. And quite honestly, I did not think about stack the stack there with, with CD Lamb. Uh, but it works <laughs> out for you. Because after I took Tyler Lockett, Juju Smith, Schuster, Kenny Galladay, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Thomas, DJ Chark, Justin Herbert and Odell Beckham Jr. Leaving you with the option to take Dak Prescott here and stack him with Amari Cooper. Is that what you're going to do?
1: Oh, I, oh man, I, <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even see my stack either. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's awesome. What is going on? Um, I was actually going to reach for Aaron Rodgers here because I just, Rodgers oh. is, you know, he's rainy MVP. His numbers will go down just a little bit.
0: So do but you have still Aaron you, you must have Aaron Rodgers ranked higher than Dak Prescott? Then
1: I I think as of last like editing of the rankings, I believe Prescott was still higher. Okay, but I just believe in Aaron Rodgers more. Okay, like my prediction, not my projections, but my prediction is Aaron Rodgers will probably finish higher just because he still has Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, which I know is not fantasy relevant, but he's reliable in a football game to aaron Rodgers,
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: robert tanya and aaron jones i just i think the table or the table is set for aaron Rodgers to do very well there in green bay one more time
0: that's totally fair
1: one more time that is it no more times after that um <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see i'm a bears fan over here so Oh man! Oh, that, that, uh, see now, now I'm stuck on the stack thing because I'll feel stupid if I don't take it after expecting you to take it. <laughs> um, I should just take like Matthew Stafford. I, I'm not going to do that. Um, I, you know what? I, I'm going to leave this to chance. I'm going to skip on the quarterback one more round because I okay, do have and the just turn see if coming. He falls up, for you? Yeah, maybe I will let the draft make the decision for me. That that is kind of where I am at with this whole thing. Yeah, um, I.
0: There's a good chance I'm gonna that one of those what? guys will fall to you in in back in New I'm New hoping China. they
1: do. If they neither fall to me, I'm honestly I'm, I might just wait. Yeah, that's what I say. So do. All right. This is this is interesting. I'm going to go with a guy that I don't think is going to make it back to me. We have two flex spots. I have one filled already. I'm going to go ahead and go another wide receiver since it's PPR. And regardless of who the QB is, here on this team I believe in this player and I'm going to go ahead and go Cortland Sutton here in the sixth round spot. 6.9. Nice. I love it. Oh man. Neither quarterback made it back to me. Nope. Prescott Rogers both went. Oh, um, that's okay. So <laughs> that I'm back up T Higgins, Jalen and chase. Edmonds are gone as well as you can see. If I go QB here, it's going to be Tom Brady. I'm t- Tom Brady's still the goat. Um, he's eating plants just like a goat. He is the greatest. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I'm, I'm, I
0: so I do want while you're while you're thinking, I want to point out one thing for the listeners: something important you want to do in your drafts is keep an eye on who already has a quarterback. So if you look, the only teams that don't have a quarterback are Team Two, Team Five, Tyler, and then me and Team You, yeah, and me. So it's only a few of us that don't have quarterbacks at this point. So Tyler can be, you know, maybe confident that somebody's going to fall back to him. Maybe he doesn't have to reach if he doesn't feel like it. But also I know it's starting to dry up. The quarterback position feels like it's starting to dry up as far as starters go, because in general, they've just gone earlier here than you, than you often see like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson in the fourth is not normal. Usually you see those guys in the fifth round. So this is interesting.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have made up my decision. Thank you for the delay. Thank you for the break. So I did, You're... I did think about Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon here because he is, I do mm-hmm. believe he probably will start, um, yeah. or at least first half of the season. However, I am not, th- I when it comes to me, I'm not comfortable with a bunch of running backs in my flex spots. That's just me personally, especially in a PPR league. I like having more yep. receivers or, or something like that. Um, so everything is filled. I really only have to fill my QB, and my tight end spot other than my bench spots, but I am going to go ahead. I'm going to wait on a QB. I'm going to wait on a tight end. I have, I am comfortable and I am actually going to go ahead. I'm going to go with someone that I think has a lot of upside and I do not think they'll make it back to me. So I'm going to go ahead and go, and maybe I'm reaching here, but I'm gonna go ahead and go Robbie Anderson here. Mm, yeah. I, I think Robbie Anderson, I think he's going to produce this season. Uh, I think he's I want to say he's getting slept on, but I think he's, he's he's kind of moving under the radar just a little bit. I maybe I could have waited one more round, but I have a few players in mind that I want to grab in the next two spots. And mm-hmm. I don't all three of those guys aren't going to be there if I take someone else. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab Anderson here. I think even with Sam Donald there under center, I think he's going to produce. I mean, he had Bridgewater last year and produced. I think his numbers can increase and I think his value will be well worth it there in the 7th round.
0: Yeah. That's actually probably where I would have gone as well that's who I was eyeing for your position. I didn't think he would make it to me here in the 12th or in the 12th spot, but love that pick. Love Robbie Anderson this year especially in full PPR. I think he's going to be the kind of possession guy. Um so I'm I'm almost more excited about him than I am DJ Moore. I'm definitely drafting more of Robbie Anderson than I am of DJ Moore without a doubt. So yes. Like that pick there. The value is just a lot better. Yeah, it really is. And I I believe like he could easily outfinish DJ Moore, right? Like there's no. Mm, Yes. Yeah, it could definitely happen. So Melvin Gordon went, Raheem Mostert, Chase Claypool, Leonard Fournette, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, Ronald Jones. And it's back to me at the end of the seventh round. Got two picks here, and I'm pretty sure I already know where I'm going to go. First, I'm going to take a guy that I have been. Excited about all offseason, and that is LaVisca Shenault. I believe he will kind of rise up Alrighty. amongst those Jacksonville wide receivers. I'm pretty excited about him and crazy excited to have him as my like wide receiver four here. Uh, I think there's a ton of upside, and I don't have to lean on him if I'm wrong. So if, if I'm wrong about my take, which I'm not going like, to go out and be like, I'm definitely going to be wrong. I feel pretty confident, but um, <laughs> in case I am, I am able to survive even though I took him here. You know what I mean? So I don't have to be too yeah. yep. crazy concerned. And then looking at the board, I don't love all my positional options left over. I'm not excited about the running backs here. Um Trey Sermon and Michael Carter. I think both of them could be okay, but I don't like taking them at this point in the draft. I'd love to wait on them, but they're just going they're going earlier than I'm comfortable taking them. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is yeah, I'm going to snag Tom Brady, who's kind of the, the last of my Ooh. quarterbacks that I would be excited Alrighty. about having as a starter. So sorry if that's who you were kind of hoping you get would get to you.
1: Um, it, it kind of is, which is okay. <laughs> it makes my next draft pick very, very easy, actually. Well, so – um. After, after he took Brady, you can see Michael Carter went, Debo Samuel, Trey Sermon, Brandon Cooks, Dallas Scotter, Jarvis Landry, and Mike Isecki. So this is actually, the player I'm going to take is actually who I wanted to take right here. Um, because, if Brady would have been here, I would have taken him here. But mm-hmm. yep. I see a tight end run starting to kind of happen. I've been eyeing this guy the last few rounds, but I was going to wait, and I, I was hopeful he would make it back to me, and he did. So I'm going to go ahead and fill my tight end position, with a tight end that has the reigning MVP as his quarterback, Robert Tanyan.
0: Oh, interesting pick. I thought you were going to go elsewhere with that. But I, I like Tanyan here. Um, I feel comfortable with him, without a doubt. So yes. I like it.
1: I, liked, I like Tanyan. I, I do like Logan Thomas, which it looks like he would have mm-hmm. fallen to yep. me. But there's just a lot of – you and I have talked about it on the podcast recently. There's just a lot going on in Washington, and I do – get afraid that someone's going to have to be on the bottom end of the targets and the sharing of the pie. And I do believe it could be him. So I'm going to fill that tight end spot with Robert Tanyan. I think we could see an increase for him, a lot more comfort from him. I'll just, uh, maybe that connection is there now between him and Rogers a little more now Mm -hmm. after Tanyan, we have Kenyon Drake, Trevor Lawrence, uh, David Johnson, James Conner, Tyler Boyd, and Damian Harris. I I like, uh, I like Damian Harris there. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm done with my wide receivers for a little while, probably (laughs) for the draft. I have five of them. I've got two (laughs) solid running backs. (laughs) My tight end spot's good. I do need a quarterback still looking at the running backs. A few names that I'm my eye, but not here. I think I want to go ahead and fill this quarterback spot as well. We got some names still here that I like. We got Joey B. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows I. I love me some Joey Mm -hmm. B. Stafford there in LA. Jalen Hurts, great upside rushing upside you have ryan Tannehill. there's just some there's just some ding, stuff ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um so oh man i kind of want to throw everybody off here okay well, let me look at something real quick where where does zach moss finish last year i need to know he's his rookie year last year didn't finish well okay whoo Okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to throw everyone off because I have a plan here, ladies and gents. I have a plan here. I am going to skip the quarterback. (gasps) Now, if you're sitting here and you need a quarterback, and this is why. Everybody has a quarterback except me and Team 5, right? Yep. Everyone has one. So I have a certain quarterback in mind. With everyone having one and being a 1QB league, I do believe this player will make it back to me. So I'm going to go ahead and get another running back. Um, this running back would fill up just a bench spot, but it'll be nice to have someone there. And I am going to go ahead, and as much as it hurts me, I'm going to go ahead and back head back up to the north, to Wisconsin, to Green Bay, and I'm going to have someone I actually really believe in, especially storing there on my bench, A.J. Dillon.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a good pick there. Um, it looks like you might be out of luck on your quarterback, since they just went four in a row off the
1: board. No idea, there. no idea why they all <laughs> went when everybody has one. So I don't know what's to happening. Keep in
0: mind is that uh, we have computers <laughs> drafting in these other slots, so they might not necessarily be thinking about all of the same things that we are. But that's just kind of the way it is. Um, so Joe Burrow went, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Will Fuller, Ryan Tannehill, Rob Gronkowski, and Logan Thomas. I think if I was in your spot, I probably would have went Ryan Tannehill there. That felt like a, a really easy pick for me. Uh um
1: that is who I was gonna go I'm with, blaming. but that's not who I was eyeing. Okay. There's a reason I didn't pick him there. Gotcha, I didn't gotcha. I, I really love Ryan Tannehill. Do not get me wrong. I think where you can get him in the draft and his upside, especially with having now Julio and AJ Brown there. Mm-hmm phenomenal upside for the value. However, I've grabbed him in a lot of drafts. I am actually gonna take I have someone I'm eyeing and I will explain why I'm eyeing them when we get back to my pick because I am confident they will be there. But you are here at pick number 12 of the ninth round. Who are you going with?
0: Yeah, so this this is interesting. So a couple things to keep in mind. I do not yet have a tight end. Which, like I said, is how this is going to end up. Looking, If if we look at the tight ends on the board, Irv Smith. I'm not really excited about Irv Smith. Tyler Higbee. I like Tyler Higbee a decent amount. Johnny Smith is there later on. Adam Troutman is somebody I'm interested in. Um, Jared Cook is somebody I don't hate keeping an eye on at the end, the very, very end of your draft, because I think it's somebody who will be utilized. But... For sure, I know one of my picks is going to be Antonio Brown here. I think the value here is Ah, um, pretty insane um, to get him at the end of the ninth round. And I get to kind of stack him with Tom Brady like we've been talking about. He could be like at least the number two target there in Tampa Bay. And in a PPR league like this, I think there is just crazy value from Antonio Brown. But it's this next pick that is difficult. And there's a lot of guys that I like right here. And I know none of them will make it back, so that's why it's so tough to kind of choose.
1: Okay. Oh, there's a lot of good players. I know who I yeah. want. I think. Wait, how many how many receivers do you have? You have four. You have five. Yeah, five, I think, five, I think you, and then three so running. I assume backs. you're not going receivers. Oh God. Yeah, it, it'd be tempting.
0: Go I think what I have to do is I think I'm gonna go Tyler Higby, and I'm I'm gonna see how I end up feeling like about it. it. Um, he's kind of probably the end of my tight ends that I actually liked at that spot. So it felt like I have to get him now or I'm really going to be throwing some darts at the dartboard later on to see who I end up with. Um, so <laughs> yeah, took Tyler Higby there. I feel pretty good about him. And if I end up having to stream the position, it's not the end of the world, but I'd rather kind of take my shot on getting him who I think could be not just useful, but a really productive tight end there in LA with Matt Stafford.
1: Yes. I I really like Tyler Higby and, uh, someone I really believe in Matthew Stafford, all the reasons you listed above. I'm excited for him. I think he's definitely going to have a season and finish within the top 10 in the tight ends, if not higher. I do have high high hopes for him. So I like that pick there. I like your team after Mm -hmm. him wins Zach Moss, Marquise Brown, Michael Pittman. I like that pick, uh, Irv Smith, Corey Davis, Mike Williams. It's a good sleeper there in the tenth round, and Na'Im Hines. All right, I am back up on the board, ladies and gents, first readers alike. Here I am. I have one more spot that I need to fill. Yep. And I need to feel like uh, fill my quarterback spot. I got, I got three running backs. You know, I got boatload of wide receivers that I believe in. I got Robert <laughs> Tony, who I feel like is a very confident tight end. I did pass on Tannehill and Hertz and Stafford and Burrow and all that fun stuff. And even Brady and Rogers, like I I was aiming at a quarterback there in the sixth round, and here you are in the tenth round. Yeah. You know, so this is one of those things where you can wait if you think mm-hmm. people are gonna drop. And on it you know, and if if this were an honest draft with real people, I don't think Stafford and Burrow probably would have gone yet.
0: No, probably not.
1: Um um, unless people just want to have really good backups and take away from me who they realize have not taken a quarterback yet, which is completely fine. That's all strategy. <laughs> Do with it. What you will. That's it's your, it's your league. It's your team, but I'm going to, I'm going to reach here for the quarterback, not reach, but I'm going to take a chance here on the quarterback. I don't know if this player will make it in the next seven picks. Here's l- when you're making picks, when you're taking your shot, when you're taking your chance, you got to evaluate a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. Yep. what's the upside. You know, will this player perform? You know, a lot of, there's been a lot of talk, you know, can I draft Saquon right now, even though I know he's going to miss two weeks, two, three weeks, right? Will he be Saquon the rest of the season after that? And he's still worth an early pick. Here I am in the 10th round going for my QB, who I believe has all the upside in the world. He can pass. He can run. He can make completions. He is young. He is a stud. I just... Watched his first preseason game, and if it's oh any, indica- any indication, I am so excited. There is a little bit of bias, as you can see, but I am going with my boy, Justin Fields, here to fill in my quarterback slot. I do think he will be starting within the first four weeks, and I am confident I can stream the first four weeks long enough. Maybe not. Maybe this is a totally wrong plan. I don't know. <laughs> but I oh, I am going... Here. And you know what? You know what? I am (laughs) actually I am this this actually played out really well. So Rashad Bateman, sing Devin Singletary, Deshaun Watson, which would not have happened in a real draft. Curtis Samuel, Hunter Henry, and Michael Gallup just went. Now, I just said I need to stream a quarterback for the first three to four weeks, maybe longer, even though I don't think it will be longer. Jay Fields looks like a monster. He looks like a beast. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick up a guy to fill that position for the first few weeks, and I'm going to go ahead and go with someone that could potentially have the wide receiver one on the year. I'm going to put Matty Ice in there, which I I, really, really like.
0: I actually really (laughs) like that as well, and it's probably after taking Justin Fields, it's what I would have done is I would have went Matt Ryan there. I was also looking at Baker Mayfield as another kind of somebody you know is going to be starting to be kind of mm-hmm. that fill-in until Justin Fields does or doesn't. But I like Matt Ryan a little bit more there because you know um, they're going to be passing the ball like crazy in that
1: offense. And, I mean, if you watched the Bears' preseason game this past week, you saw him run a touchdown, pass a touchdown, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So I believe he'll be great. And then my Ryan, Matt Ryan's going to have Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley, and oh, he yeah. likes to pass the ball. So um, had I waited here, which was a possibility, I probably would have waited for Fitzpatrick to come back around. Because if you listen Mm -hmm. to the podcast, you know our love for Washington and Fitz Magic there. So I probably would have waited for him to come back around, which I think he actually might, unless you go ahead and take him here as a backup. But that's (laughs) my team so far. My positions are filled, so I'm going to fill in some spots here in in the next few rounds. But until then, you are back on the board. Mooney, Pollard, Edwards, Elijah Moore, Jonu Smith, Mayfield, and Ruggs have gone. What are you going to do here?
0: Yeah, so this is this is a really interesting spot. Um, I'm looking at a couple things at this point. I'm looking at backup tight ends. Like, okay, do I need somebody else to kind of take a shot on? But I don't like anybody on, on the board right now. I really don't like Evan Ingram. Um Adam Troutman I do like. So that's an interesting mm-hmm. potential. Um, and then after that, I'm just kind of looking at players that I think could be better. In their ADP. So I'm gonna take somebody that I feel pretty confident in and I've been getting him just about every time I've drafted or mock drafted all off season because I'm I'm just believe that he is crazy undervalued for weird reasons. So I'm gonna take Cole Beasley, oh, yeah. who I'm pretty sure he's only falling okay. because of his uh COVID vaccination thing, which like oh, I totally. understand. Like he's obnoxious maybe but I don't get why he's falling so far. In he's draft. still gonna play, right? He's still playing, right. and he doesn't become like more likely than other unvaccinated players because he's the one that talks about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of oh, a weird, yeah. oh, weird yeah. thing. I think people are just shying away from him. Maybe they're afraid he's gonna get like suspended or something. But I don't. That's not gonna happen. Like
1: they're. Not, really? I don't think they're gonna do that.
0: Like. That's a whole nother topic. That just, but. Moral of the story is, (laughs) I I think it's weird that he's falling, but I've been taking advantage of it. So I'm going to grab Cole Beasley, who I think will be a super useful. I think he could finish as a top 36 wide receiver again, especially in PPR. He's crazy utilizing the offense. I don't see why he wouldn't. So after grabbing him, I need to kind of figure out what else I want to do here. And I think what I'm going to do. I'm looking the players I'm looking at Russell Gage as somebody who I think will be the wide receiver two in Atlanta and could have a lot of upside. Rondell Moore is a player I'm interested in um, as a rookie kind of dart throw, but I think I'm going to grab Adam Troutman um, because I I don't feel totally confident in Tyler Higby, And I'd love to have somebody else there to kind of sure up that position a little bit so I can be a little more comfortable.
1: Yeah. I like Adam Chapman a lot. There's a lot of upside, a lot of potential for him mm-hmm, to be yep. one of, you know, one of the core pieces there in New Orleans with everything going on. Um, after you went and go ahead, after you picked, McCall Hardman went, Devontae Parker, Jam- Jamal Williams. Yes. I was yep. like, I threw me off that Jay Williams threw me off. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? Trey Lance, Evan Ingram. <laughs> I hate it. I did pick him up by exit and won my mock drafts and I, <laughs> so I undid it. I I was like, oops, I undid it. And then I did it again by accident. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) That's awesome. I was like, screw it. Um, (laughs) Trey Lance, Evan Ingram, Russell Gage did go. I like that value there. And Kirk Cousins went as a compliment to Joey B there on Team 5. This is perfect. This is what I wanted to happen. The player I was eyeing did fall back to me. We are here in the 12th round. So this next player I'm grabbing. And when I first eyed this player, I didn't even realize the luck that I'm about to have. Um, But I have Antonio Gibson right now on my roster. I am going to go ahead and grab JD McKissick here for a few reasons. One potential to be a third down back potential to, you know, just be a really good, really good critical piece in that offense Mm -hmm. on third down. Plus he did great last year in the PPR formats. He's a good backup. And, you know, if for some reason my starting running back Antonio Gibson goes down, McKissick's the guy, and I'm going to take that shot here in the 12th round as, in, as an insurance policy.
0: Yep, I, I like that pick a lot. That's who I was eyeing as well, because he had standalone value last season with Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson on the field, at least in PPR formats, because he catches so yes. many passes. And he could do that again to be like a replacement when you have a either bye week or injury or whatever. And if Antonio Gibson ever goes down, he will get more work. And then you have your own handcuff there, which is super nice. And really, uh, it's super helpful for you to get to have that player, especially getting him pretty late there in the 12th. And then you kind of shore up your running back position mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yeah. And as you said, I might, there might be instances where, you know, depending on the, the team they're playing and the defense they're playing, I can maybe play both of these guys.
0: Yeah, it's because possible. JD
1: McKissick was getting a lot of third down work in the preseason mm-hmm. game that we saw this past week. Yep. So something to definitely keep in mind there um ty hilton marvin jones nelson Aguilar, philip Lindsay, kenneth gainwell and gerald Everett have gone i have two more picks here so we're just kind of filling out some depth here is what we're really doing at this point you know starters are are filled out um kind of just you know depends where you want to go with stuff a lot of people you know that i that i do like here this late in the game however i'm gonna go ahead and just have someone that i think could potentially break out um, I already have every wide receiver ever already on my roster somehow. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and add one more. I'm gonna add a rookie from the Arizona Cardinals and I'm gonna go ahead and take Rondell Moore.
0: How dare you. Uh,
1: I, I think there's a lot of upside. You know, if it doesn't work out in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. I can go ahead and drop him if I need some space. I you do think that. But I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and storm there on my bench and we'll see what happens. I like him there in the thirteenth round.
0: Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, he wasn't going to make it back to me, so it's fine. But I sniped uh,
1: you all the way from the 4th pick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> I love Rondell Moore. Um slightly biased as I went to Purdue as well, but I think he I'm not saying he will and I'm not even necessarily predicting it, but there is very much potential that he just blows up mm-hmm. in Arizona and is awesome. He's a playmaker, he's explosive. He has the opportunity to kind of step in and be one of those players who gets manufactured touches because of what he can do with the ball in his hands. So it's somebody that I like to take dart throws late um, because you can drop him quickly. You'll know whether or not he is going to be crazy utilized or somebody who doesn't have a huge role. And you'll know pretty soon, I think in that offense based on how they use them in the first couple of weeks. So great pick there. In my opinion, after Tyler picked Rondale Moore, uh, Austin Hooper, Amandre St. Brown, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison, Terrace Marshall Jr., Chuba Hubbard, Zach Wilson. And pretty much all of those picks that aren't Austin Hooper or Zach Wilson are all players that I would have taken at the spot, I think.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of brutal. I really like Terrace Marshall.
0: Yeah, I like Terrace Marshall as just somebody who who could step in and be awesome. I like Amandre St. Brown. I think they prove that they're going to utilize him, and he'll be an important part of that offense. Um, in the preseason games that happened this past weekend. Um, I like the running backs that went and all backups to some of the higher end guys. So we've got, you know, Alvin Kamara's backup, Dalvin Cook's backup, and Christian McCaffrey's backup. Would have been pretty thrilled to have either of them as my last pick here. But it did not fall that way. So I need to kind of look around and see what I have available to me. So I could take my backup quarterback, which I think I might. I might go ahead and grab Tua here, who I think I have ranked just a little bit above Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's got a little bit more upside as well because of what he can do with his legs. And then I would love to get another running back at this point. I just don't know who I would want to take at this point in the draft. So I'm gonna yeah, grab two right. I feel pretty good about that. And then I just need to take a like last that. pick dart throw. And so I'm gonna go ahead and Traquan gonna... Smith call <laughs> yeah, it maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. Looking through, I think I'm gonna take Jameson Crowder. Um if he is okay. the if he's the number one guy in New York, he'll be plenty startable. Um, and if not, I'll just drop them real quick. So no big deal.
1: All right. So I am back up on the clock after Crowder, Jalen Rager, Booker, Coleman, Penny, Davis, Ertz, and Shaquan Smith went right for the pick ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I was not eyeing him. I do have a player here that I am eyeing actually two now that I really, really look at it, but I'm going to go here. There's been uh there's been some, uh, health and injury issues there in a, in Baltimore, late <laughs> lately, so I'm gonna go ahead with the 14th round. I'm gonna go ahead and just take him as a sleeper, yep. as a potential breakout. I'm gonna go ahead and take Sammy Watkins, new receiver yep. for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah,
0: I think that's reasonable. It's somebody that I was interested in as well because he could be useful enough, you know, to be a, a fill in kind of piece right there, but.
1: Oh yeah. Good things coming out of camp from what I'm hearing too for him. So yeah. uh, Jacoby Myers, Ryan Fitzmagic and Jared cook finished out the draft. Yep. Um, So I am going to go ahead looking at taking a look at my team. I have, there we go. Justin Fields, Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Robert Tanyan, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton as my starting core with my backups. Robbie Anderson, A.J. Dillon, Matt Ryan for the first few weeks, J.D. McKissick, Rondell Moore, and, of course, Sammy Watkins. Yep,
0: in my roster, it looks like Tom Brady at quarterback. I've got Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler. In my running back slot, Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb as wide receivers, Tyler, Higby, my tight end. Then my flex and benches are Mike Davis, Tyler Lockett, LaVisca Chenault, Antonio Brown, Cole Beasley, Adam Troutman, Tua tongue of and Jamison Crowder. What, what do you feel like you're, where do you feel like you're weak in your roster? Uh,
1: weak? Definitely. Um, Just because of anything that could happen just the, my quarterback situation, I would definitely say, because, you know, there is a, there is a very good possibility or a possibility that, you know, if fields doesn't start at all mm-hmm. this year, yeah. that could happen. That's a very real possibility. And, you know, I, I don't know how comfortable I feel with Matt Ryan taking me throughout the whole season
0: right, right. when I
1: could have drafted Tannehill or Stafford or someone of, of that nature. Sure. Um, other than that, I, I feel really comfortable. Uh, I would have really liked to get like one more solid running back, but with where I was in the draft and the turn, unless I would have grabbed like Dobbins there in the third round, it wasn't going to happen. Um, but then my receiver core would have been lacking a little bit. But being in a mm-hmm. PPR league, I really, really like receivers. Um, so I'm really, I'm really happy with that. Um, you know, if anything, I, I would maybe say I'm, I like, like, I like your receiving core a little bit better, but the upside I think I have in mind are just are up there. My, my receiver's a little older there on my core, but yeah, you know, I li- I like the upside overall that I have there.
0: Yeah. Yep. I feel like, um, my running back depth pretty much doesn't exist. So I think that's going to end up being a problem for me and something that i feel like i would need to remedy early on Mm -hmm. either with going crazy on the waiver wire after week one or trying to make some moves with some of my wide receiver flex pieces like if antonio brown blows up early i could try to move him and get you know one of those Mm -hmm. bench running back pieces that kind of thing um and then tight end is obviously a little little shaky for me with tyler higby there as the starter but he could be good and adam troutman could also be be good. So I'm, I'm comfortable with my picks that I took as my kind of late round guys, but I would have been a little more confident had I gotten like Logan yeah. Thomas there instead of Tyler Higby or something mm, like yeah. that. So.
1: Hey, as always, Washington is feeling the love from us. They sure
0: are. As always, they always do.
1: Especially, especially if you would have grabbed Logan Thomas there. Yeah, I, I know, right? All right. That is our bonus mock draft. As you see, I took some chances there. Banking on my field. Banking on my field. Banking on my boy, Justin Fields, (laughs) there. Uh, I'm so excited for the game next week. I don't even know who we play, but I'm excited. I think we play... Nope, that's regular season. I have no idea. But anyway, that was a fun mock draft. Um, Yeah, we have one more final mock draft coming up in the next few weeks. Before the final season. The final season. I can't talk, dude. I'm just... Smock drafts got me everywhere today. Whew. So bonus. Any 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 final? Th- <laughs> I'm gonna pull that from our audio because that is a great <laughs> sound clip. I just Bonus. whatever. We might do the, more. I don't,
0: I don't it. know. We'll see. We might get crazy yeah, and do a just, few more.
1: just, yeah. I I we're planning on doing some videos here. Um, hopefully we can over the next week or two or, or sooner, mm-hmm, or maybe mm-hmm. there's one out already. I have no idea what's going on. I only plan for the episodes. I don't plan for anything else. I live my life on the edge. And that is how I like it. So thank you guys for listening. Tell all your friends, tell your families, tell your pets, tell your dogs, tell your cats, tell your children, your cats, tell your wives, like cats. tell your husbands. We're anti-cats here. I mean, like some cats are pretty cute. Nope. Like They're I like just, going nope. to people's houses nope. and, and, like, you get and playing.
0: That's how you get tricked. My coworker and good friend they just got a cat because they're like well some cats are good and they haven't slept in like 2 weeks that's what happens don't get cats anti cats go away all
1: yeah. right you heard anti bob barker over here you heard you heard robert barker don't get your pet oh wait no what no what are just you just don't listen about? to me. i don't know i don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know bob barker you don't know who bob barker is what do you have to do with cats because he always said at the end of Price is Right, remember to get your cat spayed or neutered, which he was actually right. <laughs> You're not anti Bob Bark. Never mind. Oh, anyway, okay. I literally have no... I think someone pulled the train track lever and it went to come, this this outro went in a completely different direction than it should have. Um, so <laughs> let's get you to your destination, folks. Thank you for listening. We will see you and talk to you next week. And until then... Or actually, no, we'll talk to you later this week. So until then, may the force be with you guys.